Welcome to episode 16 of uh, Tech for Dummies. Uh, today is an interesting day. We are talking about something a little bit technical, but we try to break it down to, I mean, the level that uh, everyone everyone can understand. So we are talking about uh, microservices. We want to know what they are and um, where they came from, how it's applied, and uh, maybe where not to apply them. So we have a special guest who understands microservices better. Uh, he's a developer. He's, he has used microservices. And um, we, yeah, we are grateful to have him. Uh, welcome, William. Uh, thank you. Thank you, David. All right. Um, so we'll go direct to the topic and uh, we'll ask uh, what is microservices? Uh, so microservices is uh, basically um, uh, breaking down um, one large application to uh, to the most uh, in the, the most uh, minimal uh, independent um, services inside there. Yes. So let's say uh, you have uh, a financial system. Yeah. And uh, inside the financial system, you have uh, things like uh, accounts. Yeah. This, this is for a case of, let's say, a bank. Yeah. So a bank setup, you have things like accounts. You yeah. Have things like, uh, uh, you have things like uh, transactions. Yeah. You have things like um, uh, notifications. Yeah. Uh, this is for, let's say, uh, someone has transacted. Yeah. Um, so let's say you have those three things. Mm-hmm. Th- those, those three uh, components of uh, that application mm-hmm. can exist independently. Okay without uh, necessarily uh, need, needing to call uh, one another, you know, okay. uh, without needing to share uh, lots of data and, and all that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, in, such a, in such a scenario, mm-hmm. uh, you can uh, be able to now, um, you know, place each, each uh, service on its own. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you, you mean they can be deployed on different kind of environment? Like, yes, yes, okay. yes. Actually, they can even be deployed in uh, even totally different uh, uh, service providers. Let's say okay. you have uh, someone hosting, uh, maybe let's say a USSD for you. Yeah. You have someone hosting payments for you. You have yeah. someone hosting messaging for you. Okay. Yeah. I think what what I like about our approach is... Uh, the fact that you can't have, I mean, you are able not to have um, total downtime. Yes. Like maybe you have uh, one service, it's down, you know, like uh, the way you see Facebook. Yeah. They, they can have only maybe, uh, maybe upload to images is not working, yes. but everything else in the platform is working. Yeah. All right. So uh, the other question we'd ask is, um, um, so how do these things communicate? Because it's it's ideally a same platform, yeah. but uh, they are deployed differently. So yeah. how do they communicate? Now, uh, mo- mostly, uh-huh. uh, mostly they communicate via REST. But okay. uh, there's uh, various methods of communication depending on uh, the task you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. So let's say you're trying to uh, do um, maybe background tasks. Yeah. Then you'll, you'll use uh, things like message queues. Okay. Uh, let's say you're trying to do uh, things like uh, push notifications. Yeah. There you'll do maybe event, event-driven event requests. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, 
Now, the other thing, I've, uh, you know, I've heard that uh, maybe Amazon and uh, Netflix, you know, they are one of the biggest drivers of uh, microservices. Yes, that, that's correct. Are they the ones who came up with it or where did, uh, you know, microservices uh, architecture come from? Um, no, they weren't uh, the guys that uh, came up with uh, microservices okay. necessarily. Yeah, maybe it's it's something that uh, people are doing, you know, at you know small scale, not yeah. realizing yeah. that they are doing microservices uh, yeah. per se. Okay, but uh, Amazon was uh, one of the first guys to do it at scale. Okay, so these uh, deploying it on the, on their on their you know Amazon. Uh, uh, e-commerce site yeah. and also on uh, now now offering the same as uh, a product to clients. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, then the other thing is, uh, I mean, what are the benefits? Why would someone go to the trouble of uh, breaking the applic- uh, you know, the major platform to small applications? What yeah. What are the benefits? So one of them actually is uh, what you had mentioned earlier. Okay. Uh, about uh, the ability to. Uh, not go totally down. Yeah, yeah. Whereby, let's say you have uh, a banking software. Yes. Whereby customers, let's say, are not able to borrow loans. Yeah. But they can still log into their accounts. Yeah. And transact. Yeah. And see their statements. Yes, yes. Just that they are not able to borrow loans. Yeah. Or maybe they can be able to borrow loans, but yeah. they are not able to uh, receive uh, maybe notifications. Yeah. So you're able to uh, sort of uh, you know uh, isolate uh, those uh, downtimes, those yeah, outages yeah. to uh, specific services. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. another another mm-hmm. advantage is uh, in terms of uh, now uh, development. Yeah. Whereby you're able to have uh, totally independent teams. Yes. That yes. are that are working on uh, extremely uh, isolated services. Yeah. Um, this way you're able to onboard uh, team members very fast yeah. because they don't need to understand how how uh, maybe a certain service work, yeah, works. Yeah. They just need to know which uh, which APIs to consume on that service. Yes. Uh, the, other, the, the other advantage is uh, yeah. you're able to scale. Yeah. Let's say you have uh, a surge in uh, people applying loans, yeah. but uh, you don't have a surge in... Uh, you know, people checking for balances. Yeah, yeah. You're able to scale uh, yeah. the loan services. Yeah, sure. Independently. Yeah. And you're able to, you know, manage uh, those resources yeah. uh, in an isolated manner. Yeah. So the, the, the other advantage that uh, has to, uh, has a lot to do with the development is in terms of environment. Okay. Um, you might you might find, let's say, you have uh, a PHP application, an application built uh, on PHP. Yeah. And uh, one of the service needs a different version of PHP, yeah. and the other service needs a different version. Yeah. You're able to you're able to provision uh, the PHP versions to those uh, independent services okay. without necessarily affecting uh, the other service. Yeah. So another advantage is about uh, rolling out features. Yeah. It's extremely difficult to mm-hmm. roll out features in an, a monolith application. Okay. Because you don't know uh, what what uh, effect um, those features being rolled out yeah. will have on uh, these other 
uh, these yeah. other you know service yeah sure so sure. able to now isolate uh, things like rolling out features things like testing you're able mm-hmm. to roll back if mm-hmm. uh, there's an issue yeah yeah all right yeah yeah, yeah i think uh, looking at all those benefits yeah i mean it's clear that uh, anyone big anyone at scale yes uh, can only work with microservices yeah yeah that's true that's because true. Uh, because if you're having um, a big team yeah then uh, microservices will help you to manage and even move uh, rapidly yes yes actually and now that you mentioned maybe a bigger team yeah if you look at a scenario such as uh, twitter yeah they're able to do they're able to host uh, their services on aws they're able yeah. to host uh, some services on google cloud yes, and also yes. they're able to host some services on their own servers yeah yeah so microservices also enables you to to do to have such kind of a setup yeah yeah so ideally you can save on cloud cost because yes, yes. i mean if uh, in your platform maybe only messaging is critical yeah then now you may pay a premium at a, a provider who is more reliable yes and uh, what is not um, critical like code storage you can store it uh, you know yes uh, locally or yeah. something yeah yeah so yeah i think yeah that means that uh, anyone anyone big you go to have microservices yes yes that's true. And, and so what are the downside of this thing like uh, if uh, those are the benefits what are the possible downsides so one of the the possible downside is uh, network latency okay you see if you have uh, microservices yeah and uh, you have a lot of communications uh, yeah. between those services yeah you're bound to suffer uh, latency problems. Yeah. Because especially if uh, you have uh, those services hosted on different providers or different servers or yeah. different different locations, yeah. you, you're going to have uh, an issue with latency. Yeah, sure, sure. And, uh, you know, for anyone who has uh, dealt with uh, latency, it's, yeah. it's not a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The other problem is now in terms of uh, rolling out, maybe let, let's say... Um, two services mm-hmm. uh, sharing kind of uh, have the same kind of uh, a feature yeah not necessarily a, a replica feature yeah but the same kind of a feature yeah so you're going to have to roll out uh, that feature to uh, this service mm-hmm. and then you're going to have to work away to roll out the same feature to these are, these are services oh, yeah. as yeah. opposed to maybe uh, a monolith application whereby mm. you maybe have added just a function somewhere yeah. and then they are going to share that function yeah yeah all right yeah. um but let me ask um let's say you you want to uh update something like um you know the something related with the environment yeah can you have a setup where you update in just one click like if you deploy the um the the change that it applies to all the microservices it will ship to all of them yes 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 uh you you can have uh, such a setup okay whereby um you can if you notice let's say they are like let's say they are sharing a certain um you know certain logic mm-hmm. there's a certain logic being shared between two uh, services okay you're able to maybe decouple uh, that logic mm-hmm. into maybe an installable uh, application okay so if, uh, if it's in i'll get a bit technical here so it's if it's in uh, maybe in uh, a node you're able yeah. to create an, a, a node application and then you're able to 
uh, just install it using NPM. If it's in Python, you're able mm-hmm. to uh, do the same. Yeah. I, I think in most languages, you're able to do the same. Okay. So uh, you, you're able to decouple uh, that uh, logic into mm-hmm. a package. Okay. We call it a package. Yeah, package, yeah. And then when you're deploying, mm-hmm. uh, you're able to roll out that package mm-hmm. uh, to uh, to the to the services consuming uh you know that logic okay yes all right and um so what are the advice that you can give uh, anyone who is considering uh you know microservices yeah so um th- th- there's usually a lot of hype around uh microservices you <coughs> know um And uh, when when let's say when let's say when uh, a new team is building uh, a product, yeah, there's usually the risk of uh, jumping right away into to microservices, microservices yeah. jumping right away into cloud, jumping right yeah, away yeah. into you know things like containerization. Mm. Uh, my advice would be you know don't do it until you feel the need to do it. <coughs> you know, just build a monolith until you've, you. You sit one, you sit down one day, and you discover. Ah, I mean, this could be dependent. Yeah, this could be dependent. Now that's when uh, you should go to microservices because there is need. Don't do it uh, just out of uh, you know. Uh, the, uh, this is the standard. This is what people are doing. No, just do it yeah. out of need. Okay. Yes. So. Um... Apart from Amazon and Netflix, yeah. who else in the market is uh, good at uh, microservices? Um, actually, actually, if you look at uh, all all these, uh, you know, these uh, these fun uh, fun companies, uh, these uh, Facebook, uh, Amazon, uh, Google, um, Netflix. <coughs> All these are companies that are big, 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 big on microservices. Because if you look at, let's say, uh, something like Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, just just looking at it from a, a consumer perspective, on Twitter you have uh, things like you have services like um, you know uh, direct messages, you have things like services services like um, managing retweets, you have a service of managing uh, the timeline, you have yeah. a service of managing followers. You have a service of managing, um, you know, the web application itself mm-hmm. because uh, actually it's, it's really very advisable to, you know, uh, deploy uh, the web, uh, the client-facing uh, app mm. independently on its own. Okay. Yeah. So just, just those are just to mention a few. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very sure uh, back at Twitter, uh, those are independent uh, services. Okay. And then if you look at uh, now, from a technical perspective, mm. uh, they definitely have something uh, that uh, does uh, data analysis. Mm. Uh, this to know how to maybe uh, group together tweets, uh, yeah. recommend tweets for you, yeah. uh, know which, uh, know what is trending in a certain area, yeah. and all that. So definitely, that will be an individual service on its own. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I think it's safe to say anyone with uh, doing anything at scale. Yes. Then uh, you're using microservices. Yeah. Actually, if you look at now uh, on the other side of now, apart from uh, social media, if you look at on the other side of e-commerce. Yeah. These uh, people like Alibaba. Yeah. Um, 
you know if you look at alibaba they have uh, you know several uh, several maybe services from a from a consumer facing perspective mm. whereby you have uh, things like um you know um order management mm-hmm. you have things like uh, shipping management yeah. you have things like the app itself yeah. you have the website itself yeah. you have uh, you know the sellers inbox yeah. you have um uh you know that uploading of uh, the catalog itself mm. you have uh, things like seller rating you know all those yeah. are things that uh, i'm definitely sure yeah. uh, at alibaba those are those are uh, services on, on their own even, yeah. even payments because uh, i'm sure they, they do receive uh, a lot of transactions yeah, sure, so they sure. do not want to uh, put transactions and payments uh, in the same um, you know mm. container is you know the the app itself yeah yeah all right um so i think um maybe you can tell us is there a preferred programming language for anyone wondering or any programming language can handle microservices yeah uh that that, that is usually another misconception misconception mm-hmm. about uh, microservices okay you know you you hear maybe someone tell you you know if you want to do uh containers or microservices uh, mm-hmm. you know do maybe go okay if you want to do this do python no yeah. uh, basically any language any language out there you can uh, do microservices on it so you just need to pick a language you're mm-hmm. comfortable with yeah uh, technology you're comfortable with yeah and also the, 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 the other the other bigger big aspect to uh, to look at when considering a language yeah. is your uh, use case like yeah. what are you building yeah 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 okay i think uh you know that's quite insightful yes. and um especially for someone who just wanted to get introduced to microservices and to see whether it's the right time yeah uh just to highlight uh, we mentioned that um you're building a new app don't jump into microservices yeah just build uh, your your typical mvp yeah when demand requires you to scale and uh, you need to scale um, different part of the application yes. then it's time to build the microservices yeah um i think uh, do you have some other bonus uh, because uh, we are coming to the end of uh, the episode um i i think i think the other bonus would be uh, maybe for people who are looking to go into microservices okay um my advice would be to you know uh maybe check out uh non uh non uh, non platforms like AWS, Google yeah. Cloud and yeah. such. Yeah. You know, don't 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 venture into things like uh Kubernetes yes. you know, because it's a hype. Yeah. I mean it depends with with also your use case in in that kind of a scenario. Yeah. But the best the best bet for uh someone who wants to maybe venture into microservices and has never done it before yeah uh the best bet would be to go to, to uh, cloud public cloud yeah. yeah 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 i've seen that where they are saying don't do uh microservices with no cloud yeah or with no devops yeah. like uh, you need uh, those kind of uh, resources yes all right um thank you for being with us yeah. and uh we look forward to hosting you again okay. on another topic yeah and uh, we are grateful for sharing okay. thank you thank you thank you very much thank you thank you even for our listeners 
Thank you. Okay.